Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again. Sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how are you doing on this wonderful Thursday? Dude, are we here on a Thursday? We are here on a Thursday. Dude. Why are we here on a Thursday? Worldwide Sports Talk, baby. That's how right. How doing? Yes, sir. Welcome to the Worldwide Sports Talk. We are going to discuss the sports that we are not covering on our normal shows. Wrestling Talk. NFL, NASCAR talk, baseball, basketball talk. So we've added an extra one. We're going to expand out as much as we can to reach out to our fans that are listening overseas and, of course, here in the United States who also care about other sports other than the ones we pertain to talk about as it stands currently. So, my brother, are you ready? Let's do this. Yes, sirree, Bob. We start off with the news from Tuesday that Tiger Woods was in a single car accident in, a, in which his vehicle was rolled off the road. Paramedics on the scene had to use the jaws of life to be able to get Woods out of the wrecked car. Once removed, he was immediately rushed to the hospital where he had surgery on his legs. He suffered multiple fractures in his right leg and had breaks in, in of the skin. None of the injuries sustained by Woods were life-threatening, according to doctors. Speculations were prior to this accident. Woods may not have played in the Masters Tournament this coming April, but now one has to wonder if Woods will play uh, competitive golf again. Reports, though, from yesterday, uh, the L.A. County Sheriff's Office was that Tiger Woods was not drinking or drunk while driving. So this was a complete accident accident. Cooper, your thoughts on what could actually be the end of Tiger Woods as we know him? Man, this sucks, dude. Uh, many prayers for his, for him and his family, and uh, you know it's a very sad, sad time for you know golfing fans. Cause mm-hmm. I mean he is the the Michael Jordan of golf. Yes. So uh, he changed the league. He made it more attractive for. Uh, I don't. I hate to say. Normalize it, normal people, because it's not technically normal people. Because golf was always viewed as a but richy yeah, you, rich sport. But you are right for normal people, because like I remember being a kid and I was never really interested in golf. Right. Like my whole family, they you know they're interested in it. They like 
my my grandfather, my 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 dad, yeah. uh, my uncles, and even even my fiance's brothers. They all play golf. Right. I'm just really not into it. I guess it's because I can't really do it. So I'm just kind of like whatever. But but really, I mean, when when Tiger Woods came out with that Tiger Woods, you know, like uh, video game. Oh uh-huh. uh, man, Tiger. I I used to play it, dude. I thought right. it was cool, and it, and it makes you interested to go, huh? Yeah. And it makes you you know maybe pay attention a little bit more with ESPN and things like that, and mm-hmm. like the Masters. The Masters is the big one, so there right. you go. Um, then you got the U.S. Open, and the Open, yeah. and then the Players Championship, and all that. Uh, what we all obviously know, he wasn't the same Tiger Woods as he was over. Oh, no, 12 years no. ago. But the fact is, the matter is that to now possibly not have Tiger playing a weekend of golf on national television just seems to be something I don't think anybody was really ready for. Granted, yeah, he had his injury, so he missed a lot of tournaments and wasn't always on TV but as the, of late. Yeah, but the fact that we may never see him period again. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a new reality that a lot of us may yeah. have to face, and it's going to be interesting. Because we saw a dominant player, a man dominate a sport like no one has ever seen before. Granted, he never ended up re- uh, reaching Jack Nicklaus's um, championship, um, uh, major championship uh, mark, but it's just the fact that he would win by margins that are just unfathomable to a lot of people. And you're just like, a normal course is a par of 72, and he's winning by 12 strokes compared to the second place. Second place? It was 12 strokes. 12 uh, strokes to second place. To second place. Well, That's, well yeah. it was like 12-stroke difference between second place and like 25th. Yeah, this is crazy stuff there, dude. It is. That's like superhuman shit. So. Yeah, so it's it's unfortunate that this may end up being the way he goes out. Um, a lot of people took condolences in the fact that the last time they actually got to see Tiger play competitively was with his son in the father-son tournament they just recently had about a month ago. So that, for some people, is kind of like their good way for, if that's the end, if that's the last image we see of him in his career as a golfer, then that's a, to them that's going to make it a little bit easier for them to transition out of oh, yeah. Tiger's career. I, mean, I I know that he was getting close to retirement, but I mean, yeah, I mean we thought we'd probably have a couple more years left with him. So right. for this to happen, and, and not only that, but you know, thank God that he he made it through that wreck. Because yeah. if you seen that car, dude, it was yeah, it's it's it was terrible demolished looking. and it was scary looking, dude. It was. So. It's amazing he was able to survive that at all. He was quite lucky, and uh, you know, and and it does suck because a lot of people, you know, like you're saying, we thought we we're gonna at least get a few more years because he just won the 2019 Masters. Yeah, and no one thought he was gonna win a. A lot of people didn't think he was gonna win a major again, let alone the Masters, which is one of the toughest golf courses in the world not just the united states in the world a lot of world competitors will tell you augusta national is a hard place to play oh yeah man yeah the you know the masters is is where it's at it's like the world series it's like 
you know, WrestleMania. It's like uh, the Super Bowl. It's, the Super Bowl. It's all that to get that green jacket. That's what it's about, dude. It is, and it's an unfortunate thing we may never see that again in Tiger Woods' career. But like we said, we're just happy for him and his family that he is able to survive the accident. Definitely. All right, man. So we're gonna move on to tennis. Surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tennis. <laughs> This is a weird, new little weird world for us, and we're excited for it. But here we go. Could we see the end of an era and possibly the beginning of a new one? The Aussie Open was this last week, and Serena Williams made it all the way to the semifinals against eventual champion Naomi Osaka. Serena Williams came up short once again for her quest to tie the all-time record for the most major wins in women's tennis. It may just be the unfortunate luck of the draw when having to face Naomi Osaka. Speculation is that it may have been Serena's last time at the Aussie Open. Cooper, your thoughts on another dominant player no longer dominating her sport? I don't know about that, dude. I wouldn't totally count her out. Uh, you know, I, I see maybe she comes back next year and goes at it again. I mean, it seems like it was a good tournament, so um, don't don't ever count the the. You know, Serena out, man. Right. Not at all. She's she's a beast. Yeah. So, uh, I the, maybe it might be the reason why they're considering the Aussie Open as her last Aussie Open, not just like not like saying it's her last tournament. It's probably the travel. You're going clear across the world. It's a lot of toll on your body, and she's also a mother now. She's got to worry about her kids. She's got a lot to do about that. She might look at staying around just doing the U.S. Open and um, maybe Wimbledon. And I can't remember for the love of me. Oh, the French Open is the other major title. Uh, it's probably the Grand Slams that she'll probably do. Because even though she still has to travel quite a bit for, to go to Wimbledon in England and the French Open, it's not all the way around the world. Yeah, that is very true. So, so yeah. And, you know, it's not as strenuous on her as a mother either. So, um, but Naomi Osaka, though, dude, has been dominant. She has, um, every major that she's made it to, not just the semifinals, but the quarterfinals, the round previously, she's undefeated. Yeah, that's crazy, man. The last eight times she's made the quarterfinals, she's won. Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, so she's on fire. Uh, and like I said, so we may be seeing... The Osaka era now. Osaka era. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty cool. Right. All right, so sticking with soccer and switching over to the men's side, Novak Djokovic won his 18th major at the Aussie Open. It brought him to within two of his rivals, Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. The win is also his record-setting ninth Aussie Open title. His first Grand Slam win came at the Aussie Open in 2008 at the age of 20. Despite a subpar 2020 for Djokovic, he still managed to be ranked number one in the world for men's tennis. Will Djokovic catch his rivals, surpass them, and does he have a chance to be considered the greatest men's tennis player of all time? Cooper, your thoughts on the Joker. Dude, that's pretty cool. I mean, nine? Yeah, nine Aussie Open. Dude, that's just... He is uh, dominating the is, Aussie Open. That is crazy. And, uh, yeah, man, I think uh, I think that definitely puts him in contention for being one of the best. Best tennis players out there, so we'll see what happens with it. I, I'm like, wow, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, and not, not only that, but be playing as long as he has and still continuing to dominate. 
I mean, tennis is... I mean, you've got to have some stamina for that, dude. Oh, yeah. You're running the whole time. Yeah, you don't get much breaks. You don't get to sit... You don't get to break... You don't get any breaks with that, so... No, and I mean, and a rally can last... I mean, I think the longest rally has been like an hour. Just back and forth, back and forth, trying to manipulate the ball in a certain way so your opponent just can't get to it and it's really challenging and it's I mean, unbelievable. you really have to respect the, the game of tennis for 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 the athleticism that they do have because right. it is just the footwork all of it dude it's crazy and when you really look at it it's, in that ball it's, how fast it's moving when they when they're hitting that racket back and forth like whoa yeah that that ball is on the move and you got to think about it they're doing it in such in such a confined space, it's not really like I mean the tennis court. I've been on it. I don't know if it was a regulation. It was a rec area tennis court. Yeah, and I've been it's on still one. Pretty big. It's right? still pretty big. But when you think about it, though, it's when you consider like the sports we follow: baseball fields, football fields, basketball courts. It might be a little bigger. I'd have to double check the dimensions. You're confined to this block of area. And you have to move around in this area at and a certain that, rate, but it's still pretty big enough where yeah. you gotta you gotta cover a lot of ground back and forth in a short try. time. Yeah, in a short so, amount of time because that. Can ball. you imagine if 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 football people decide, hey, let's go after that tennis player? I mean, look at his legs, right? You know what I mean? I mean, seriously, the, the moves that guys have this is like what? right. You would think a tennis player would actually make a pretty good wide receiver with the way he can just. Stop and cut and move on a dime, man. He's just like, boom, boom. And you're like, whoa, what the heck just happened? But it's amazing. So uh, Federer is looking great um, at age 33. Um, Based off what I've known from watching uh, Pardon the Interruption with Michael Wilbon and Tony Kohnheiser, who actually are avid tennis um, fans, uh, when you start getting into your er, even early 30s, in tennis, because you've been playing tennis such, uh, such a long time, because of the sport itself is, and it, as an individual sport, you can play it at an early age. You've been putting a lot of miles on your legs as you gotten older. Oh yeah, so use your ankles, yeah. your feet. So thirty three technically is you're getting towards the end of your career, honestly. So you got to really work on making sure you're healthy and you're keeping your legs healthy and and your stamina and your heart rate in a good pace and everything. So, um, yeah, we could... I don't know, the way Djokovic ran through the Aussie Open this year, man, he might still have a good five years left and possibly could easily catch Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer. And we might have to actually consider him the greatest tennis player of all time. Only time will tell, dude. Yes, sir. So we'll see what happens with this. Yep. That's pretty cool, man. All right, man. So we're going to do a little bit of soccer updates. Let's do it. So we're just going to give you a little rundown of the top, uh, each soccer league's top five tables. The Premier League. So that would be English Premier League, the EPL. In number one is Manchester City. Number two is Manchester United. Uh, number three is Leicester City. Number four, West Ham United. And number five, Chelsea. In the Bundesliga, which is the German Soccer League, Bayern Munich is number one. RB Leipzig is number two. VfL Wolfsburg is number three. Number four is Eintracht Frankfurt. And number five is Bayer Leverkusen. 
And I'm trying to remember my German studies, so if I'm butchering it, Germany, I'm sorry, because I know you're listening. I was about to say, you're our number two. have a problem with this. So, if I butchered it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried my best. It's been a while since I've done some German. I luckily remembered Bundesliga. <laughs> Alright, next up is La Liga, which is Spain. Uh, number one, Atletico Madrid. Number two, Real Madrid. Number three, Barcelona. Number four, uh, Sevilla FC, or it's either Sevilla FC. I just FC. I'm just. I forgot to look up the pronunciation. That's my bad. And number five, Real Sociedad. And then the Italian Serie A. And number one is Internazionale, I believe. If I said that wrong, I'm sorry. Number two, AC Milan. Number three is Juventus. Number four, AS Roma. And number five, Atalanta, I believe is how that last one is pronounced. Atalanta. Atalanta. My somewhat uh, Italian brother told me. (laughs) Atalanta. Atalanta. (laughs) So, there you go. So, uh, if you want us to cover specifically and give you their top five table, reach out to us on social media and we'll be more than happy to add it for uh, next Thursday's show. But we'll just keep, uh, otherwise we'll just stick with those for now. So, we're going to go ahead and switch gears to the, back to the golf course. And we're going to talk about the top ten rankings of the men's side. And then we'll talk about the women's side next. Rank number one in the world, Dustin Johnson. Number two in the world, John Ram. Number three in the world, Justin Thomas. Number four, Xander Schaffele. Number five, Tyrell Hatton. Number six, Colin Morikawa. Number seven, Patrick Cantlay. Number eight, at least I've heard this one, Rory McIlroy. <laughs> so I knew how to say his name. <laughs> Number nine, Webb Simpson. And then this one I've also known uh, because everybody's astonished by his driving capabilities from the uh, from the tee. Bryson DeChambeau. This dude looks like a linebacker, honestly. Have you seen Bryson DeChambeau, bro? No, I haven't. I'm you you need out. you need to check him out, dude. He looks like a linebacker. <laughs> a linebacker he, playing golf. Golf. Yes, he looks like he should be playing linebacker in the NFL. Wow. Or he should have been at least through college because he's huge, <laughs> and he does drive the ball a long ways too. I'm just like, uh, okay, <laughs> sure, go ahead, out driver. Basically, he's taking the Happy Gilmore approach to golf. I like him already. There you I'm go. Really gonna he he just doesn't that. do a running swing. He just, <laughs> yeah. But he's basically, I'm going to try to outdrive you and then try to get to the greens oh. first and then try to putt my way in before you. Yeah, if you, you get to the green first, that's, that's. That gives you a better chance, you know. Yeah. To do it in less times. So, anyway, so to the world's women's golf rankings top 10. A lot of these are from the Orient, and I'm going to be sorry now for butchering your names. So my bad. Just go ahead and get it out now. All right. Jin Yong-Koo is number one. Number two, Sei Yong-Kim. This one, I'm trying not to giggle because it's just, sorry, funny name. And I'm sorry already. N.B. Park. Damn it, I couldn't do it. Number four, Nellie Corda. Number five, Danielle Kang. Number six, Brooke M. Henderson. Number seven, Nasa Hataoka. 
number eight, Minji Lee. Number nine, uh, I believe that's Hayoju Kim. And then number ten, Song Hyun Park. There you go. Interesting. Yes, sir. We'll have to look up how to uh, pronounce some of these names so we don't butcher them. Yeah. I mean, no offense to any of you at all. No. For real. I don't mean any offense, and I'm also sorry, NB Park. (laughs) But your name is cute and adorable, and I love it, so. (laughs) Well, there you go. It's cute and adorable, and you love it. Yeah. So. All right, so um, that's kind of all for our first show. We kind of just wanted to dip our toes into it, kind of. Tread lightly into the water. Yeah, uh, I think maybe we'll bring some UFC into it. Maybe of some course. boxing. Uh, yeah, we'll look into more sports. Of course, we're going to get some fights going for you. We're going to do hockey. I'm just trying to figure out the other leagues other than the NHL. I know, of course, America, we're going to want to hear about NHL. I get that. But oh, yeah. we're trying to also encompass worlds. That's why I didn't include MLS. I'm trying to get everybody included because, you know, I like to see our international numbers bump up a little more but thank you germany for being number two to um for our viewers our downloads we appreciate you and uh, again i'm sorry if i butchered pretty much the entire bundesliga team's names (laughs) (laughs) at least that's why i only did five honestly you know what's funny is i deal with a lot of like people in different countries on tiktok and Uh and they're like so sorry for my english and i'm like Dude, you, you sound way cooler than I do, so right. I say, like, like you know. We sound like we, dorks, but thanks. Uh, yeah, we sound like dorks, and I got that, like, Florida Georgia line thing going, so I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like country redneck type thing. That's right. I, I'm the only brother that kept true to his Oregon roots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, West I, side. I kind of had, had family from both sides, and I picked up on things in different ways. And, and he likes to talk a little bit slower and get that drawl going a little it's bit. It's just so much easier, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Y'all know what I mean. I mean <laughs> come on now. Ring a ding, 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 ding. Hee-haw. Sorry. Couldn't help myself. All right, so that will do it for us today. Of course, like we said, we're going to try to pick up some more sports. Of course, this Saturday, coming up, we have Wrestling Talk, and we're going to talk about the fallout from the Elimination Chamber. Yes, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. It's also going to be a pain in the butt. Yes, very much agreed. Because somebody who shall remain nameless for now, Mask... Sorry, I had to sneeze there. <laughs> is now champion of the WWE. You Can't just couldn't keep it yourself, could you? You're really angry about this, aren't you? You have no idea. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, I really wish Edge would go after the Raw title right about now because uh, it'd be cool to see him shut him up. So, Yeah, well, kind of way to throw a little spoiler in there. Then there's that. So, so we both kind of said a little something, didn't we? Yeah, way to go. At least I tried to make it sound like a sneeze. I could have yeah. said his name rhymes with something else, but that might get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, he's also got a nickname that's also... Never mind. <laughs> All right, let's get done with this, brother. We're done. We're done for the night. And with that, we are canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding.
kidding. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> if you don't hear about a new podcast episode on Saturday, you'll know why. We got canceled. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. We're good to go, brother. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> Tune in next time <laughs> to see if we're here. <laughs> All right. So that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports.